0: Again and again, I think I will
1: I think of you, and I want to love you.
2: Is anti-social the show where we chew up social media with a heavy dose of truth antacid. From the offices of the Key Biscayne Independent,
1: I'm Tony Winton. And from the M Network, I'm Tom Mazloom. I just want to remind people that after chewing up social media, it's probably important to gargle, or, or maybe in my case to, uh, to wash my mouth out with soap or something. Well, yes, something that's (laughs) antiseptic. I would certainly agree, whatever that may be. Tony, uh, rather than starting off, there's a somber note um, that Sean Connery has passed away. Yes. Do do you suspect foul play? No, unfortunately.
2: I think it's just a a consequence of as many missions taking their toll. But, I mean, there is a lot of people, particularly on Key Biscayne, who hate the Bond. They do hate the Bond. And, you know, what could I say? (laughs) it's just uh it's just something that we want to lead there i think i do uh, want to recognize just... i do want to recognize him as a uh a force though in acting and um um i Certain... guess uh, imagination for a lot of people
1: right C- certainly uh one of those one of those guys who played characters that were certainly memorable he was my favorite bond i loved him in indiana jones uh and who could forget hunt for red october one ping only was Sally. that's one right ping one on ping plate.
2: only and and um, uh, so many other films,
1: actually, oh, you know, man, it's man. not it's just endless.
2: Yeah. Not just Bond.
1: Well, this is the Halloween show. Is it not? I thought it was Reformation Day show. We weren't doing a whole Martin Luther thing. <laughs>
2: we have some special <laughs> tricks and we have some special tricks and treats for our listeners and they don't involve nailing theses to church doors. Oh, you know, That's my favorite part about it. But our first guest, uh, actually is in costume. Uh, he's dressed as a cop. <laughs> his and his name is Charles Press, and he is the chief of police um, I, of the Key Biscayne
1: Police Department. Tony, Tony, that's not it. That's that's a that's a uniform. It's not a costume. Well, okay, well, I, I think it's disrespectful to call it a costume. I, I, I'm trying to make fun of
2: the Halloween theme, <laughs> but I, but he's a, a, a chief press is a good sport, and he's joining us live. And thank you for coming on the program, uh, antisocial chief.
0: My pleasure, Tony. Appreciate being here.
1: So you guys had uh, had an eventful week. Um, uh, some car thieves, uh, you know, tried to tried to make off with a with a vehicle. You guys sprung into action, uh, got them stop. You want to tell us the, some of the details or whatever you can.
0: Well, you know, it's really interesting. This is uh, this is a group that we've been dealing with, unfortunately, for months and months on end. Uh, they target high end communities. Uh, Miami Beach, Coral Gables, Pinecrest, City of Miami uh, have all been suffering from this same group. Uh, The unique thing about uh, this crime syndicate, so to speak, is that they're based out of Broward County, North Broward County, and whoever it is that is running this organization obviously um, is smart enough to know that as long as they're not stealing the cars, and they just send somebody out, pay some young kid to go out there and take a car. Uh, they keep themselves away from the law. Uh, and that's exactly what happened here in this case. Uh, a couple of nights ago, uh, about 1:40 in the morning, one of our officers uh, spotted a suspicious vehicle. You know, we have a curfew and uh, we have a, an opportunity to uh, address situations like this. Uh, he stopped the vehicle. Uh, when he approached the vehicle, there was uh, somebody uh, hiding in the back seat, laying down, and there were two subjects in the front seat. So he uh, immediately was alarmed up, uh, asked them for identification. Uh, nobody produced identification. Uh, at that point, we had a reasonable suspicion to uh, expect that they were there for the wrong reasons. They couldn't give a reason why they were there. So when he asked them to turn off the engine and step out of the vehicle, they stepped on it all right. They put the car in drive and hit the gas and and the takeoff was on. So uh, they were able to make a, uh, a very quick U-turn and head north on the causeway at an extremely high rate of speed. Uh, our officers tried to engage. But again, you know, we have. Uh, rules and regulations uh, involving chases. We actually didn't have at this moment in time a reason to engage in a chase other than the fact that they refused to obey our order to provide, you know, uh, their information and to uh, step out of the car. So the, uh, the following action was disengaged immediately And uh, no other occurrences happened during the night, but we all felt the next morning we were going to get hit again. They did not accomplish their goal. Uh, And we kind of had a feeling they might be there during the day. So we put out uh, everybody we had uh, on the street the next day at the Hope uh, that we would uh, see them again. Uh, Unfortunately or fortunately, however you look at it, one of our uh, citizens Uh, spotted somebody in his park vehicle at his home, and uh, they got spooked uh, by our citizen. He immediately called the police, gave a description. Uh, We had a ton of us out there on the street, and uh, the car was spotted uh, very quickly uh, by one of our detectives. Uh, As soon as he tried to engage them, they broke off into one of the side streets. This all occurred on the west side of Crandon Boulevard. Uh, We put the description out of the car was a little bit different than what we had originally. But we were able to ascertain the tag and realize that it was the same car as the night before. And the car was reported stolen out of Fort Lauderdale. Uh, A couple seconds later, uh, the car popped out again. The same detective happened to be in the area because he kind of stayed close to see where they were coming out of. And uh, when he tried to engage them, they actually rammed his car. Uh, that changes. These whatever. guys
1: are winners, aren't they? These guys are really special.
0: Well, Tom, you know, it changes whatever they did to a a very strict uh, felony. Yeah. And well, now they're out now, now out they're assaulting, assaulting
1: cops with, a, with a deadly weapon.
0: A police officer. Correct. Uh, so he put the information out. Uh, they fled. They fled eastbound. Then they fled northbound. Uh, a couple of the cars were able to pick them up on Crandon Boulevard. However, Thankfully, one of our very wise police officers called off the chase. And the reason was it was right after school had left out. There were kids out on the street. He literally used those words. We got kids out here, cancel the chase. So what we did was we set up knowing that they were still in the key and we set up to wait for them to leave. Uh, Shortly thereafter, uh, they did. Uh, took off at a high rate of speed, made it past Cranston and Harbor, where they were reengaged in a more open setting by uh, two of our police officers, uh, which uh, ended up again in another crash. And what we didn't realize was when they were trying to get off the key, they had crashed into two cars while they were trying to get off. Fortunately for those folks, uh, there were no injuries and minor damage uh, while they were trying to get off the key. However, uh, their crash uh, ended up into a tree on the median of Crandon, right off of South Beach entrance. And uh, all four subjects were uh, taken down by police and uh, taken into custody without incident. So, you know, uh, a lot happened that day. And and I want to speak about that. I want to speak about the professionalism of our cops Uh, You know, the adrenaline starts. You've got a cop who was literally rammed. You've got an aggravated felony against a police officer that that tunes up the fight flight, you know, response of cops.
2: Right. And And I would and I would imagine also that it would make an officer think if this individual is bold enough to ram me with his vehicle, what other crazy stuff is that person going to do?
0: Well, and and that's what that's why I said we we were bound to not let them get away. They have turned this thing into much more than just getting in a car and taking a car. Uh, And uh, and yet at the same time, our cops are wise enough to recognize uh, that, you know, we can we can take subjects into custody, which I've said forever. And and, you know, you talk about the national discussion that. Cops are killing everybody, and we're we're ruthless, we're violent, we're this, we're that. Uh, Our cops were as calm as you could ever pray that your police would be. And as a chief, I could say in the same prayer, I happened to roll up right on the scene, right as we were taking these guys out. So I was able to participate also. But watching our cops take these guys into custody, we had four felons out there. We had no idea if they were armed, not armed. Uh, but they were uh, successfully arrested, and, uh, and, and, and that speaks volumes about what we do. The sad part of this is uh, we had one of our subjects was a 13-year-old kid with an ankle bracelet on, which means he's in the system. Uh, all four of them are in the system, and one of them, the driver, happened to have a non-bondable felony out of Broward County. So he is a legitimate bad guy. And uh, and he can't get out of jail right now. But they were all juveniles. And it's just it
1: just it it speaks to one, your professionalism and the professionalism of your uh, of your officers uh, and sort of the state of things that they have to deal with. They have to deal with. Thirteen-year-olds with ankle bracelets. Um, I want to move on from the car thieves um, because I want to talk about a little more about that professionalism. There's a couple of events going on where where Key Biscayne is going to need your professionalism. You've got Halloween tonight, uh, and and the election coming up. Uh, what should we know about how uh, the Key Biscayne police force is going to be uh, keeping people safe on these two these two occasions?
0: So let's talk about Halloween. We we always staff up for Halloween because it's a great party on Key Biscayne. However, this year, it's 2020. We're in the middle of a pandemic and the village is strongly discouraging any pedestrian trick or treating. So we are hoping that uh, the people who live on the key realize that now is not the time to be doing handoffs with candy, opening your doors, Kids going out in costumes that really don't protect them. And I think if you look at the CDC guidelines for Halloween, you'll see that Halloween masks do not protect in the same way other masks do. Uh, We are hoping that we don't have a repeat of our usual great Halloween where several thousand people are within inches of each other for hours on end. Uh, and, and we're just going to kind of remind people that there are guidelines. No more than 10 people should be together. They need to social distance. Uh, we asked the community church not to have their food trucks tonight because that would attract uh, large crowds, And and we're encouraging people to do it differently this year. Have a house party. My own daughter is having a virtual Halloween party with her friends, and we'll have, you know, pizza for her and popcorn and They'll have music and be goofy and do what young kids do unfortunately from a virtual setting but uh, we we have to all be respectful of of each other's you know lives right now ha-
2: have Is you seen have you seen though I mean I'm seeing this um people reporting to me and I've seen it myself that people have maybe gotten a little bit i guess the word would be lax on some of these things and not re- I mean if you're looking at the statistics nationally we're seeing another explosion in cases um their lockdowns have been reinstituted in some European countries um are you concerned that maybe people are getting a little I mean you and I both have gotten COVID-19 Correct. right right so I know I know exactly what it's what's involved with it and so do you do you think people are getting a, a little lax uh is that your judgment as just out in the community
0: there's no doubt Tony and 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 I get it. We've been in this pandemic for months and months on end. We were locked down for a while. We couldn't go out, couldn't go to the beach, couldn't walk around in our parks. Uh, and people, people get uh, claustrophobic. They get uh, to the point, you know, and this is America. America is used to having all of these freedoms and all of a sudden we're being restricted. So, yes, people have gotten lax. I am concerned about it. Uh, there's a reason for a spike. If you're going to open up the country, uh, then people are going to go out to restaurants, bars, clubs, this, that, and the other, whatever's open because they've been bursting at the seams to get out. Well, I'll I'll tell you you what,
1: chief, I personally am sick and tired of wearing a mask, so I'm going to take Halloween off and just stay home. That's my plan. Um, talk to us about Election Day. I mean, I'm reading newspapers from all over the country about, you know, businesses boarding up their windows and police on high alert. I mean, what what are you seeing on the key and, and and how are you guys preparing?
0: Well, first of all, for the first time ever, we're staffing up on Election Day. And the reason for that is we need to ensure that people going to vote are not harassed by people supporting those who are running for office. I don't think there's going to be an issue, but I would be foolish to not believe seeing some of the things we've been seeing uh, highly contested uh, people getting aggravated at each other. I'm hearing about things on chats where people are 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 really talking smack about each other. And and so it's it's up to us to at least be prepared for a situation like that. Now, when you're looking at it,
2: I have to ask this. What about the bullhorn?
0: Uh, What about it?
2: Well, would would you allow a bullhorn outside the voting site? Is that going to be something? Uh, I, I, I think
0: if if anything creates a disturbance to other people, that's when we have to make a decision on what is going on and the use of whatever tool people are using to discourage, to agitate, aggravate. Or, or create a situation and maybe a confrontation, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep the peace. I'll be out there all day. I don't know, Chief. FIO, I, I, these will be doing the
1: same. These guys on these chats, I don't know. They, they called you fake news. Ah, really? <laughs> how, how, much of this are we to believe then, Chief? You're fa- I, that might be the the a high honor. I don't know if you, if you get called out on one of these ridiculous chats.
0: Uh, uh, I'll, any I'll, comment on that? You know, Tom, I, I, I wouldn't even give a chat like that uh, the time of day, but I will tell you this. Uh, you know, these chats can be very good because you could get information out, they could be very destructive, but, but they're behind a device. If people wanted to know whether my news is real or fake, they know how to find me. They just have
1: to call me, and I'm going to tell them the truth because I have nothing to hide here. I think you're, one of the, you're, you're, you're probably the realest guy around. I don't think there's anything fake about what you've been saying. Chief, thanks for being on today. I really appreciate you taking the time. I, uh, I feel safer knowing that you guys are on the streets, and we're really thankful for your presence.
0: Well, we appreciate you having us on so people get the real scoop. So you guys have a great day. And uh, we'll talk to you later.
2: And happy Halloween, Chief. You bet. All right. Take (laughs) take care. Bye.
1: Bye.
2: Dream. And we're back on WSQF 94.5 Blink Radio. I'm Tony Winton and you're listening to Antisocial.
1: And I'm Tom I almost had my mic up there for a second. Tony, my uh, my phone was blowing up in the last segment. You probably heard all the pinging. Yes. Yes, that's people who are angry at the fact that we are uh, bringing up the, uh, the chat thing again. Evidently we've worn that gag out. Um, but I'm going to keep going. I, I'm actually shocked to learn that on your beautiful island paradise uh, that type of politically charged rhetoric could exist. And alongside with that um, I read this five page letter by one of the candidates demanding that the Islander News retract a letter to the editor uh, suggesting that they're somehow behaving libelously. You're a journalist. You've been involved in the news industry f- for a very long time. Um Maybe you could diffuse the situation by educating our audience, and perhaps they could educate this particular candidate about how letters to the editor actually work. Right.
2: Well, I, I can't speak to the process at the Islander News. I do know Ray, who's the Rey, uh, who's the, the uh, top person over there. Um, you know, he's a thoughtful person. Uh, he is p- putting um, articles in the publication that he sees fit and that that staff sees fit for the community to know about. So... Uh, there was a letter to the editor, and the uh, I will say the Islanders actually very solicitous. They inc- they they ask people to, um, to to this, and the letter we're talking about, um, you know, referenced a situation involving a candidate, a a charitable foundation, and the son of a candidate who had won a scholarship. And so this is the the uh, response that, that came up. And I'm just going to very briefly say about letters to the editor: opinions are not libelous opinions are not libelous
1: she writes this orchestrated attack is being maliciously fought by proponents of the go bond referendum against candidates that oppose the bond specifically myself uh and the other candidates that don't like that bond i'm paraphrasing there the references further down references to me specifically threatens and exposes my family myself and my minor children to hate contempt and ridicule within our community <clears throat> that seems hyperbolic to me
2: um if a person's running for office and they administer a public chat with several hundred people on it you know there's kind of like you there's kind of like a, a give and take that goes on in the public sphere it's called debate
1: yeah and that chat um that chat is the property owners for latex chat, correct? That's the no, uh,
2: we're not the property owners for
1: that's that would be lower uh, taxes. Uh, Tom. No, but it, it's latex right. for latex <laughs> property owners for latex. Are, are they house? Where do you come up with this stuff, buddy? <laughs> it's a, well, it didn't make any sense to me because how many house painters are on Keepers Game? So why would there be a chat for property owners for latex? Uh, yes, uh, or maybe they're swingers. Do we think they're swingers on this chat? Have you been on this chat?
2: Um, I am a property owner. I am. listen for latex? to the chat. No, I, I have no strong opinions about latex, oil paint. I'm not, I don't have any opinions about painting substrates at all.
1: It's, it's, it's a mystery why any, well, maybe Key Biscayneers I mean, I have, I have my idyllic vision of what life on Key Biscayne is like and perhaps a lot of time is spent thinking about painting. Um, but anyway, this candidate um, operates the uh, property owners for latex chat. And I've read some of the stuff and it gets hostile. It gets stupid. And her letter to the Islander to retract the other letter, she includes, like, all of these posts that basically demonstrate why the first letter was correct.
2: Yeah, I, I don't understand the strategy. It, you know, it, the, the idea of you get to speak but retract other people's speech really, you know, as a journalist is not, not a winning
1: concept. Folks on the right would call that cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and that seems to, I don't know what this person's political persuasion is, nor do I care. She is running for council, Um, and if she behaves this way on chats and she allows that type of speech to be around her and she is, uh, by allowing it on her chat, not moderating it there, she, therefore she is complicit in it. What would she be like on the dais?
2: That's a fair question for the voters to consider. I, that is all I'm saying. And um, But but there's another question I want to talk about, and we referenced it with the chief, and this is something that the chats have also. The, the chief didn't talk about it. There's a lot of tension. For the first time I can ever remember, the Key Biscayne Police Department is going to be staffing up with officers to protect people on Election Day, and I'm sure that's happening all over the country, but just in the island paradise of Key Biscayne, it is one shocking thing after another. We know the incredible interest. We have record turnout already happening. But there's also something happening out on um, on Cranon Boulevard. And it kind of sounds like this. Go for the British new candidate a- This is Almonte Bullhorn, man. This is the Bullhorn guy. Luisa Conway. Like Jennifer
0: Allegra. Oscar Sardina. Michael Kelly. New leadership. New bodies for our business.
2: New and uh, you'll note that he did mention a couple of other candidates in there. Some of them have been on the show. Mr. Mm-hmm. Mr. Sardinas, Mr. Kelly have both been on this program. Um, I asked both of those men whether they were happy with the Bullhorn individual using their names as part of his audio messaging. And they said they had uh, not his, authorized his,
1: it. his audio assault on key scanners.
2: Yeah. Uh, this but is, this but, is the uh, guy that's suing, right? Um, yeah. And, and and I want you to tell you, he's he's not a fan of the, the news media either, because I went over there with the intention to just for our listeners, capture what's going on out there. And this is uh, this is the reaction uh, when I started recording.
0: Don't trust the media. Don't trust the media. Check the government web page for election results. With
1: facts. Don't trust the media. Nope. Well, that those are his words. Mm-hmm. So fake, fake news. Well, well, I want to read you something. Go ahead. Um, This is from the 4Latex chat, um, and it says, I'm a true believer that people deserve second chances and opportunities. We are not perfect. We make mistakes or have the ability to do sound decisions. We don't have magic crystal balls or wand to assert a perfect decision. He goes on to say further down, Let's be together. I will be the first holding you and giving you a big hug with love. Let's campaign together, bringing the best ideas, knowledge, and experience to overcome the past. Let's not follow the path of hate and divisiveness. We are a community with biggest family values ever. Respectfully, Bullhorn Man. This is a level of schizophrenia that I haven't seen before. How could you write something this nice and then ask me to believe it when you're shouting at Tony with a bullhorn.
2: I, I don't know. It's a uh, a scene that is unfolding out at Cranon Harbor uh, every morning and every afternoon. And what's now happened is the candidates have now segregated themselves into different clusters. So there's a cluster of people who are around the bullhorn. Many of those candidates don't wear masks. And then there is another cluster... Uh, that is quite some distance away. They're all wearing masks, and I would say they roughly split on who's in favor of the resiliency bond and who is opposed to it. Um, I can tell you that having run for office um, in the last cycle uh, two years ago, that uh, there were differences of opinion with all the people who were running, but um, we it was a collegial experience out there on Crandon Boulevard and Harbor. Uh, people would chat. We would have coffee together. Um, people would run errands for each other, you know, uh, bring something back from the from the Seven Eleven or something. I don't think that's happening anymore, and it's, a, again, a reflection of what's happened.
1: Don't trust the media. Don't trust the media. I'm just saying. Are we going to conduct this interview with a bullhorn guy? <laughs> Can we get him on the show with his bullhorn? Will we'll all the three of us will just have bullf- bull... So tell me, why is it that you don't like the bond? And he could he could yell back at us with a, we won't need microphones. Uh, no, we won't
2: even need a radio station.
1: I need to get on this uh, Property Owners for Latex chat, by the way. It is, uh, never mind.
2: You know, uh, it does make me think, though, that, that, um, This is a technique that I'm just politically trying to understand why someone thinks it's effective. I mean, sound trucks as a campaign device. It's
1: highly effective. It's been proven. As a marketing person, I could tell you one of the most genius campaigns that I've ever seen use an old police car with a giant megaphone on top of it.
2: You you, you mean this one?
1: Blues Brothers, Chauvin, and Review you on the motorcycle
2: you two girls
1: tell your friends free parking free parking two dollars cover charge only that's a lot of entertainment Or two dollars we're gonna do that campaign for the show i'm gonna drive around in my monte Carlo, going you two
2: girls right yes on the bicycle in the green bicycle lane Look at the iguanas. <laughs> you with the bullhorn.
1: You're invited, too.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to get out of this segment. But, uh, folks, oh, we only have we only have we only have a short a period of time before Election Day. Um, if you haven't voted, j- just to remind everyone, it's probably too late to mail it in there. Their last check, they were. Um, over a thousand mail ballots that had not been returned, and I suspect those people either dropped, will either dropped them off at the early voting locations, and um, you know, or bring them into the polling place. Uh, but but it's too late to put them in the mail, and I I wouldn't recommend that. We will follow up in just a minute, right after this.
0: Keep
1: us gay. And we down the to the North Point. And we are back. You are listening to Antisocial on WSQF 94.5, The Blink FM. I'm Tony Winton. I'm Tom Mazloom and uh. Tony, you had an idea last week for Halloween. You want to explain what that was well the uh the uh, idea was to have a radio costume
2: party which you know i know some people think that's like a submarine race but no really it was a it was an idea to kind of do a little bit of radio production and uh and have an idea of what you could do with sound and uh people could come on the show with a character, pick a character. And we actually had some people who were interested in, but it just wasn't enough time to get it done. But even with all that... Yes, you thought, I, I, I told you it
1: would be a disaster.
2: Yeah, but, but I think, you know, to give you an example <clears> of something that, 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 of some creative stuff, I mean, uh, you, you came up with something, right? Yeah, I did my job okay, seriously.
1: Jimmy, uh, so you wanted to do a costume party for our Halloween radio show. I I thought it was a bad idea, but I've gone ahead. I've taken my job seriously. I have both dressed up in costume and I have a special guest that I'm going to interview. So here's the deal if you can guess who I'm interviewing before the interview is over, I'll buy you lunch after the show. Now, if you can guess who I'm dressed as by the end of the show, I'll send you and your lovely wife to Joe's on me. Alright, so let's get started. Here's my guest. She's sitting down. Nice, okay. Uh, well, thank you for joining me. Who the
2: hell
0: are you? Well,
1: no, I'm in costume. It's Halloween.
0: Okay, first of all, what's with the outfit? Live in the now, okay? You look like the barge.
1: Really? Right off the bat? You told everybody.
2: I don't play well with
1: others. Uh, well, now there's no chance for Tony to guess my costume. You really are a killjoy. Alright, It's alright. Maybe we can fool Tony on who you are. Let's go.
0: Whenever Giles sends me on a mission, he always says, please. And afterwards,
1: I get a cookie. No, stop. There will be no cookie. I will ask you questions about the show, about Key Biscayne, and about you. You'll answer them. Then Tony will have to try and guess who you are and the episode you're from.
0: I just love it when you take charge, you man, you... <laughs>
1: You think you're funny, don't you? You're gonna think about that later, Mister. And you're gonna laugh. Yeah, no, I, I, guilty as charged. You are guilty. I know. All right, all right. Let's let's just get started with some clues, okay? Where where do you want to start? I want to do girly stuff. Okay, and, and <laughs> what else should we know about you? I hate being the good one. Uh, no, what I mean is, like, what are the issues on Key Biscayne that you're interested in? You know, we we had a couple of guests that talked about schools and education. Where are you on that? What about homeschooling? You know, it's not just for scary religious people anymore. <laughs> no. All right. Okay. Uh, what about Tony's favorite subject? The uh, the resilience, the 100 million. How do you feel about the the, the climate change and sea level? If the apocalypse comes, beat me. No. So like. What will you say if the bond passes? We save the world. I say we party. All right. All right, this is not going so well. Uh, what about uh, what about civility and uh, WhatsApp and all that stuff? I'm beyond tired. I'm beyond scared. I'm standing on the mouth of hell and it is gonna swallow me whole. And it'll choke on me. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, maybe it'll all stop after the election. It doesn't
2: stop.
1: It never stops. okay. well, you know, you know what I think? I, I think you should just get off that 4LTX chat. Bad, bad habit to be broken. Right, right. You shouldn't put yourself through that nonsense. I mean, why would you do that? It's
0: a big, dumb, girly thing.
1: All right, well, I suppose it's time for the reveal. Who are you?
0: I'm a vampire slayer.
2: And that is an example of... What kind of fun you can have <laughs> how'd with I do, sound? What? How'd, how'd I do? <laughs> I thought you did really well, and I'm very glad that Miss Summers uh, was able to make it onto the yeah, program yeah. after all. Yeah, yeah, it was it was great having her. I understand there's that you have a guest. You, you, you. Yep. Wow. Yeah, she had agreed to come on the show, but unfortunately, she had to go uh, rescue someone. But she did want to pass on that she does expect to be back on Key Biscayne, uh, you know, some, sometime soon. Well,
1: what else did she say?
2: Well, she was very interested in the resiliency bond. Uh, she reminded me that uh, she comes from an island herself, and her island is being affected by sea level rise, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I could play along with you, Tony. I thought her island was invisible.
2: No, that's her jet. Her jet oh, is invisible. Okay. Right.
1: No, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay.
2: But, uh, but that reminds me, uh, Tom, she did let me borrow something. And what is it? Can't you it, see it? It was glowing. Ooh. That, my friend, is the lasso of truth—the golden lasso of truth. Wow! Uh, keep it away from me. Actually, keep it away from my wife. I, I don't. I have no idea why you'd be afraid of that, Tom. Do you want
1: to? Maybe we can make it a little closer.
2: <laughs> I compel you to listen tell the, the truth. Listen,
1: the last time I got hit like that, I was in the uh, in the men's locker room. Um, <laughs> she
2: did. She promised. She promised. Uh, Wonder Woman promised to make me. A, that I use it very wisely So you're off the hook for now uh, Yeah, I'll bet it comes in handy Well, she did tell me that she wanted to let The Key Biscayne Independent
1: use it once in a while Oh, that's awesome uh, But it looks like there's another mighty warrior here In uh, He looks like an Asgardian prince to me, Tony
2: uh, Oh my goodness I wonder who that could possibly be
1: You know, that that really messes up the office When he does that
2: Yeah, you know, especially when there's rain involved. (laughs) There's a lot of
1: electronic equipment in here. Uh, Welcome, Thor.
2: Well, I'm glad to be here in Key Biscayne. (laughs) I I, I come here, you know, from Asgard. Uh, You know, it's a little Nordic at times, and I like to spend some time on the beach.
1: This is the line I've been waiting to deliver for a week now, Tony. I see you have your hammer. Yes, Molnir.
2: (laughs) It's a worthy hammer. It was forged in the heart of a dying star.
1: Don't you worry about uh, leaving it around? In Key Biscayne? Yeah, you know, after the, the chief was on. Did you not listen to that interview? It's a dangerous place. There is no
2: one worthy of lifting this hammer in Key Biscayne. I see. I see. Except? Except Wonder Woman. <laughs> now, if you excuse me, I have to deal with my trickster brother, Loki, who is up to some mischief on WhatsApp.
1: What's that? is that what it's called? It's the Four latex. Usually like that. Isn't that your 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 outfit is made of? Do you superheroes love latex? I figured out what the homeowners for latex chat is about. Goodbye, Thor. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> that was a train wreck.
0: <laughs>
2: but anyway, that's just a little bit of fun we you get to have it in radio sometimes oh, with sound effects. Boy, oh boy. Uh so uh I guess it would be time to get out of this show. Probably we've. It it is. But I do want to tell our listeners that we are planning something special for election night. I can't can't give a lot of details, but we will be going live uh, either on WSQF here, Blink Radio 94.5 Key Biscayne. We will also try to have a streaming live presence so that uh, if you're not near uh, the transmitter. You can you can listen to it over and get the the latest information about the election returns. We're going to cover the key Biscayne races. We will cover the uh, county. Races as well. We have a big election for mayor and for District Seven. The commissioner there. We're not going to stay up all night. Uh, you, you can do that on your own time, but we will be covering the big news that we, the candidates that we've been talking to. Um, we hope that uh, well, and, they'll and, all be there, and even the candidates we
1: haven't been talking to. Like you know, I'm hoping that we're live somewhere with some microphone set up. So if you show up and you happen to be one of the candidates, uh, you know, win, lose, however. Sit down and have a chat with us. We want to know. Uh, we want to know your thoughts, even the ones that I mock on this show. You're welcome right. to and, come and, on the show. Right, and
2: and if you're a listener, and uh, once we, we once we can announce the location, if there's a listener, and we will we'll announce it very shortly. If you're a listener, stop on by. We're going to be on the air for. I don't think the returns will take terribly long for Miami, the city of Miami, all those races. But but we'll be on the air for a bit, so we're hoping people will stop by. I'll be the one in latex. There you go. <laughs> This is Antisocial. I'm Tony Winton. I'm Tom Mosloom.
1: Please be safe, everybody.